All You Need to Know, the BQ Prime podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the Daily Morning Update from BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 12th of October. Let's start with the earnings today because that's going to be the biggest headline. Tata Consultancy Services kicked things off for the earnings season for the IT industry last evening and the company's revenue rose 0.5% sequentially to 59,692 crore rupees. That was below consensus estimates by analysts tracked by Bloomberg. In constant currency terms, its revenue rose 2.8% and net profit meanwhile rose 2.4% to 11,342 crore rupees, which was more or less in line with estimates. The company has warned that decision delays and circumspect client spending have dented global demand and dimmed the industry growth prospects. The company has also seen its steepest drop in net headcount since at least the 2008 global financial crisis and that's despite a decline in the rate of attrition during the quarter but perhaps what will decide the stock reaction today more than the results will be the decision on the buyback the company has declared a share buyback worth 17000 crore rupees at a price of 4150 rupees per share that's a near 15% premium to the closing price yesterday It also announced an interim dividend of 9 rupees per share. You'll want to watch out for the Infosys results as well today because the company will provide a guidance for the remainder of the year. In other corporate news, India Ratings and Research has downgraded Vedanta Group's long-term issuer rating to AA- from AA uh, while maintaining a negative outlook, citing increased liquidity risk and reduced financial flexibility. It said this in a release and it also said that this was an account of delays in tying up refinancing for major uh, bond payments that or bond maturities that are coming up in January next year. Multiple news outlets have reported that Navin Jindal, the promoter of Jindal Steel and Power, has put in an expression of interest to buy insolvent airline Go First. The Wardia family owned Go First is India's first commercial carrier to have voluntarily sought bankruptcy protection. The expression of interest has been submitted by unlisted Jindal Power which is owned by World One Private Limited which is a closely held company of Navin Jindal according to a report in the Economic Times. It's not clear at this point whether the company is looking to acquire the airline outright. or come in as a strategic investor. Now important news for Indians still trapped in Israel as the conflict in the region intensifies, India has launched Operation Ajay to bring back its citizens from that country. Under this mission the government will arrange special charter flights and other arrangements for the evacuation according to external affairs minister SJ Shankar who made the announcement late on Wednesday. In international news, US wholesale price data came out yesterday and the producer price index which measures the cost of finished goods that producers pay increased 0.5% for the month against estimates of 0.3%. That's according to the Labor Department. That was less than the 0.7% increase in August. and excluding food and energy the core ppi was up 0.3% versus the forecast 
for 0.2%. Now, equity markets barely battered an eyelid at the latest data, with expectations building that the Fed will now keep interest rates, um, for now, stable in the fight against inflation. That was reinforced by the minutes of the Fed's policy meeting last month, which showed that there was uncertainty around the path of the U.S. economy, uh, which pushed Fed officials into a cautious stance as they debated whether more rate hikes were needed. Now, in other news, Bloomberg has reported that the biggest U.S. banks are poised to write off more bad loans than they have since the early days of the pandemic as higher interest rates and a potential economic downturn put borrowers in a bind. JP Morgan, Citigroup and Wells Fargo, which report third quarter results on Friday, will join BOFA, which reports on Tuesday in posting roughly $5.3 billion in combined third quarter net charge-offs, which is the highest for the group since the second quarter of 2020. That, as I said, is a Bloomberg report. Now, US stocks ended higher with all three benchmark indices advancing, and that's uh, also reflected in the Asia-Pacific region with the positive start, with all three early rises beginning in positive territory. And with that, it's over to Neeraj for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Neeraj. What's your reading on the TCS earnings? And do you think that the street will pay more attention to the buyback than the earnings? Good morning, Alex. Well, uh, TCS uh, may not necessarily be the market mover that all of us uh, may anticipate. It will have its own bearing on the stock price. But I think the global markets seem to be a bit more benign. So I'll just take a segue out of your question and quickly just uh, point out the fact that one, the Nifty 50 gains are now being led by non-banking stocks, as was seen yesterday. The HDFC bank participated, but Reliance was the key mover. If IT delivers or gives support tomorrow, if Infosys and HCL Tech in particular deliver a strong number, in which case it might just negate the lackadaisical performance, potential performance from TCS, and that will be important. So let's see. Wipro, remember, was up about 3.5% too yesterday. So IT is a bit of this undercurrent. And if that plus reliance perform, then we might well have the indices doing okay. The Fed minutes, remember, are, are okay. Nothing to write home about. Um, it's an important day of earnings today. It's here taken enforces from amongst the IT names, but there is HDFC, AMC, Andrati Wealth, and Angel 1 too uh, to focus on and a small stock called Kintech Renewables, which has been on an upper circuit now for just the last few weeks, if you will. So some very interesting names to monitor today. Now, TCS. Remember, the numbers were ho-hum. I mean, the EBIT margin was a bit of a surprise, maybe due to lower expenses uh, and lower employee expenses in particular. Uh, and that's why the PAT number was maybe largely in line, but the revenue numbers missed estimates a little bit. Most brokerages seemed a bit uh, wary of price performance from TCS's side, primarily because growth isn't quite coming and the multiples at 26, 27, 28 times aren't exactly cheap. And which is why there is a bit of a question mark around whether TCS, despite its uh, buyback or the TCV wins, will perform as a stock. Well, time will tell. Let's wait and watch. But I don't think that based on this performance, the TCS stock, which had gained a little bit ahead of the numbers, 
will continue to do so. Delta Corp for the other set of numbers, very flattish. I think all eyes out on what it does in quarter three on account of what's happened around GST. So that will be important. I don't think the Q2 numbers move the needle too much. Zagel had a forgettable quarter, if you will, uh, based on QOQ numbers. Most numbers, most line items looked very sluggish, but the revenue growth for the fiscal year is in the range of 40 to 50%. So that gives a bit of a support to that stock. So let's wait and watch. Sami Hotels had a bit of a forgettable quarter and it'll be interesting to see why this one did what it did while the expectations are for most of the others to do well. This is a Q1 number released by them. So let's wait and watch if the stock reacts negatively. In Signature Global's case, the Q1 numbers seemed okay, but the Q2 update seemed to be pretty decent with the net debt ending much lower than uh, the corresponding half last time. So watch out for Signature Global. A uh, couple of other stocks include an Aster DM Healthcare, wherein as per Bloomberg, uh, India unit has drawn enough interest from global companies or Prabek, which has won an order for developing cottages in Daman or EMS, which has gotten a contract worth 270 crores from Jaipur's municipality. So these are a few names to watch out for. Net-net, uh, earnings won't drive the market interest today. Individual pockets just might. With this, it's back to you. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day.